Zephinity and Beyond. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And I said that with such gusto because that was a name that we came up with today that you came up with today. That I was like, I need a better name for this episode than New Show Announcement and Zephy's Last Call. You came up with it. You had a couple ideas and I love that one. So we're going to go with that. Cool. Zephinity and Beyond. Yeah. So since we last recorded, not since you last heard an episode, but since we last recorded, we were on Nerd on Nerd. Which was awesome. That was a blast. Those guys are cool. It was awesome. Uh, So go listen to that. Go listen to Jack and Liam talk to us. Uh, Well, actually, go listen to Liam talk to us about Zeph for two and a half hours and then Jack just kind of try to figure out what's wrong with all of us that was a lot of fun yeah but since they steal our ideas for games we are going to steal their idea for a segment and we're going to start this episode off before we get into the new shows before we get into talk of the zeffies before we get into anything else little blue ball in here we are going to get into a segment called catching up with joey and joe and i think this is gonna be the only time we ever do this segment at least name this maybe not maybe we'll do it every time no we'll change we'll change the name we'll change the name but we they stole our game ideas so we're stealing catching up with joey and joe We both did lots of fun things since we last recorded. Actually notable things as opposed to our normal lives of just laying around drinking beers, watching movies and stuff. Uh, So why don't you go first, either with your Zeph-related thing that we were just just talking about off mic, or uh, your actual exciting life adventures and trips and stuff. Zeph-related thing was I got to listen to the Zeph commentary the director's commentary from us that's not the remix as we call it now the remix yeah (laughs) i got to listen to it and i listened to it properly i synced up the copy of the video with the audio i played them at the same time it was awesome it turned out really well i think that you you make me laugh a lot so well thank you we found it i found it very enjoyable i watched it with rachel and she was like this is so creepy because i was here when you recorded it And now we're listening to it, and and I was like, yeah, it came out well, though, because I get drunk a lot, and I don't remember what we say, so... Although you were sober that day. I I was hungover that day, but yeah. You were hungover that day, but you were sober. What did you... you, Oh, you sent me a a screenshot of something that you were reminded that you did. Do you remember what you know I'm talking about? No, fill me in. Your alarm? Oh, uh, yes, I did. <laughs> something this that is I kind d- of an inside joke, unless you listen to the commentary, which I hope you have. If you listen to the commentary, you'll get it. My alarm is set to 8.08 a.m., and the alarm's titled Very, Very Way More Wake Up. So every day I wake up to Very, Very Way More Wake Up at 8.08. So that's how I make my 8.08s. <laughs> and uh, just a little joke that I wrote myself. I didn't listen to the commentary in its entirety. I listened to it, I guess I listened to it while I edited it, and I was happy that there wasn't too much dead air. There were a little bit, a little bit of moments, a few moments where there was I get distracted by the movie. I have ADD. I have drug-induced ADD. I've said this before. So, like, when I was watching the movie, I couldn't focus on talking and catching up where I was in the movie for a second. I know. I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. Well, you're never going to be better than this. I'll never be better than that. Yeah. But in bigger news than Zeph-related news, you also did something very exciting since we last recorded. Oh, yeah. I talked about this on Nerd on Nerd. I was traveling all over. Matt, who's has the infamous cooler, and I <laughs> uh, took a trip. We went to Paris for two days. We went to Oktoberfest in Munich because, as you guys know, I love to drink lots and lots of beer. And then we went to Barcelona during their fucking break-off revolution, which was kind of cool. We had a really good time. We did lots of rowdy stuff. You can find my Instagram, which is the same as my Twitter, and see some pictures. Or you can follow me on Facebook or whatever you want, and you'll see that fun stuff. Send me messages. I'll tell you more about it. But it was a good time. Octoberfest is dope. Everyone should go. I highly recommend it. It's probably one of the most fun parties I've ever been to in my life. I want to go back. I want to wear a costume. I'm fucking doing this right next year. (laughs) And Joe's Twitter and my Twitter and every host Twitter of the Cage Club Podcast Network can be found at cageclub.me. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, if you want to also follow Rachel, we both sort of, or Joe especially retweets Rachel. I just sort of like her tweets. I don't even know if I follow Rachel. Rachel's amusing on Facebook. I like her on, on Twitter, I mean. I like her on Twitter. I just don't follow her on Twitter. Yeah, she definitely cracks you up. She talks to us a lot, so that's cool. She, like, you know, leaves her little, like, uh, sack attack thoughts and comments as we listen. And It's really like a behind-the-scenes look at the recordings of these. Yeah, yeah. She definitely, she's definitely involved, even though she's not involved in a lot of them, so it's pretty fun. If you follow at Cage Club Pod on Twitter, you've probably seen 
us retweet her because she usually tweets at us over there and then we either quote tweeted or retweeted or whatever so uh it's it's good stuff usually yeah we have some we have some combined news do you want to do the combined news for us or your news first what's our combined news our combined news is what happened on twitter to us oh 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 my god yes uh so you tell yeah after okay so actually let me tell my news first because the combined news happened while I was at my news. Okay, good. Tell your news. So, as I think I mentioned, either on this or maybe not, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I was at no, an Austin nerd on nerd. You were talking on nerd on nerd. Talk, talking on nerd on nerd. Uh, I was down in Austin for Fantastic Fest, so I saw thirty-seven movies in eight days. Which sounds one awesome. Nicolas Cage movie. So we're gonna. Oh, you did. You got to see the new Nicolas Cage one. Was it good? It's it's very good. He's not in it a lot, but like that's sort of par for the course this year. I have a question for you. Can I sidetrack you just for a second? Yeah, that's the whole point of the show. In like other Joe-related news, I've been watching Epically Later on Vice. It's a show that kind of follows like retired skateboarders kind of. So they did a Bam Margera one, but they did a Spike Jones one. Okay. And um I totally didn't know that Spike Jones directed fucking Being John Malkovich one. Did you know that? Mhm. So the guy that did Jackass did Being John Malkovich, Where the Wild Things Are, yep. and then a Nicolas Cage movie. So it's a little connection for you there. He's done a lot of really, really cool stuff. Yeah, I had no idea about this. Like, I knew Spike Jones as Jackass and The Skateboarder. And I mean, I guess I knew he was doing other stuff, but like, I never connected that it was being John Malkovich and is... A- okay, so I really want to know, what do you think about Adaptation? Is it good? Should I watch it? Oh, Adaptation's like a top three Cage movie for me. It might be oh, seriously? Cage movie. Yeah, it's great. Because he, he plays twins in it. You know he plays twins in it? No, I, did, I don't know anything about it. I know Meryl Streep's in it, and I know Spike Jones directed it, and I'm fucking sold. Adaptation is written by Charlie Kaufman, who also wrote Being John Malkovich. And Charlie Kaufman has written a lot of really good movies, including Anomalisa. I think I might have said earlier that uh, Spike Jones directed Anomalisa. He didn't. Uh, Charlie Kaufman wrote Anomalisa, which is a stop-motion movie from a couple of years ago, which is wonderful. But okay. Charlie Kaufman wrote Adaptation... Sort of, I think, maybe on the set or from the set of being John Malkovich, because the set, like, behind the scenes of being John Malkovich is in Adaptation. Oh. And the story of Adaptation is about Charlie Kaufman, who was asked to adapt this book called The Orchid Thief into a screenplay and had such a hard time doing it that he wound up basically writing a movie about himself. And so Adaptation is a story about himself and that experience and this fake brother, Donald, uh, who doesn't exist in real life, but also has a screenwriter credit on the movie. It's so good. Cool. I'm going to check it out then. We did a a Cage Club Revisited for it already, which is going to come out in the next month or two. Okay, cool. So I watched it recently, and it's one of the Cage movies that I forget how much I like it until... I watch it again. But now that I have a list of all his movies, now that I've seen that movie, you know, earlier this year, I remember fully how really, really, really good it is. So if you haven't seen it, you, Joe, or you, the listener, go watch Adaptation. I'm going to, because I'm a huge Spike Jones fan. Yep. And, like, okay, again, like, I knew he did, like, Weapon of Choice, and, like, which we've talked about Fatboy Slim before. Yep. On um, Now and Again, I've talked about Fatboy Slim, told my Fatboy Slim story. Yep. So, yeah, he's very involved, many connections to our lives, I guess, more so than I ever knew. What's super weird, it wasn't while we were recording Cinemakers earlier tonight, but while we were talking after we recorded Cinemakers, I was talking to Mike and Tobin, we were mentioning another one of Spike Jones's music videos, sort of a commercial, that Kenzo World fragrance commercial starring Margaret Qualley from The Leftovers, starring Jill Garvey from The Leftovers. Have you seen that one? Did I make you watch that? Where it's her in the uh, green dress dancing, yeah. like sort of dancing her way through this. It's kind of like the Christopher Which Walker Which one is Margaret Garvey? One. Which one is she? Jill Garvey is his daughter. It's okay. not. It's, it's the one who's in seasons one and two and only on the phone in season three. The daughter. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Go watch, after we're done here, watch, uh, just I search will. Kenzo World Fragrance or Spike Jones Kenzo or whatever, and you'll, it's like four minutes. It's it's so good. Cool. Yeah, I'm down. I like all of his short films and shit. They're really cool. So, yes, that was another, sorry to interrupt yours. That was another thing that I've been doing lately. Go ahead. Spike Jones, as you might know, is in The Wolf of Wall Street, which we talk about a lot. I vaguely remember. He's such a chameleon. Like, he never looks the same to me, you yes. know? He is the guy at the penny stocks place that Leo talks oh. to, and he's like, 
and he's That's like, right. if you if you sell two thousand dollars in this, I will personally give you a blowjob right now or whatever. And then yeah. he does, and it it That's just right. it's it's wonderful. Like Spike Jones is fucking best. Spike Jones, man. He's a huge <laughs> pop culture. No, like I mean, like I knew he was deep in pop culture. I didn't know how deep it was till I watched this. I highly recommend Epically Latered. You should go check them out. They're really cool. If you so th- like, is it a half hour or an hour each episode? They're like forty five minutes. Okay, and it's all on Spike Jones. And it's like this one, to, this one. So they yeah, did a Bam Margera one. They did a yep. Spike Jones one. They did Heath Kirchart, who's a skateboarder for Birdhouse. Who, that was probably the most interesting one I saw. So they do a Rodney Mullen one? No, but Rodney Mullen's in the Spike Jones one. Okay. And fuck, who was the fourth one? We watched the fourth one. Oh, Andy Roy, who who's the main guy from King of the Road, which you know I love King of the Road. I know you love King of the he's, Road. He's like the hype man for King of the Road. So it was on him. But if you had to watch one, even if you don't know who Keith, Heath, Heath Kirchart is, if you don't even know who he is, that one is incredible. This dude fucking, he just like goes on adventures now. He like retired from skateboarding, just like dropped the mic doesn't get paid anymore and just goes on fucking weird adventures and that's what he does and it's just like and he hates people and like he's like a very like like introverted curmudgeon it's mind-blowing it's really cool so yeah the whole series is cool though i'm gonna blame you because i just realized that in my head for the last few days for no reason although i realized the reason is you i've had the viva la bam the end of the viva la bam intro like the opening credits stuck in my head like what will he do next whatever the fuck i want like i've had that in my head for two or three days and why? I don't know why, because we haven't talked about Bam in a couple of weeks. I haven't thought about Bam other than talking to you about him in years. So it's got to be you, but I don't know why it's been lately me thinking about it's Bam It's probably because I watched the first Epically Later, which came on like three weeks ago or whatever, because they're releasing them weekly. So Yep. I think we sense. talked about how you didn't like Viva La Bam or something. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Bam, but his uh, Epically Later was cool. But it was the lamest one of this series, too, so... Oh, well. Anyway, I have not met Spike Jones, but I did meet Charlie Kaufman at Fantastic... Not meet him, but he was in the same room at Fantastic Fest when they screened Anomaly, so they did a Q&A. He's oh, very cool. awkward, very shy, does not want to be in front of people, but he was also wonderful, and he did a great Q&A. But I was back there this year. See, I saw 37 movies in eight days, including the Cage movie. This Cage movie was directed by the guy who one of the guys who did the Crank movies. Oh, cool. Uh, and also he did Gamer, and also he did uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. So this is the second time that he and Cage have teamed up. And I asked in the Q&A, because he was there, Cage was not. And I said, between this and Spirit of Vengeance, can you promise all of us that you will never stop making movies with Nicolas Cage? And he said, I promise. And we everybody cheered, which was Oh, great. nice. That's cool. Good, 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 good. Also news came out last week, not related to me, but related to them, that he wanted to make a Twisted Metal movie? Cage was going to be one of the cars or something? Oh, dude, Twisted Metal is like one of my favorite games. That's what... Dude, I we were just talking about how much we missed Twisted Metal. That's an awesome game with so much fun back in the day as a little boy, like a demolition derby game. I remember PlayStation 2 came out, Twisted Metal Black. I was sold. And so what's really kind of weird coincidence is that another movie that I saw at Fantastic Fest, Super Dark Times... That movie takes place in the 90s, and one of the kids is playing Twisted Metal. I was like, why is like Twisted Metal in my life so much now? Because I just read that thing about Cage, and then yeah, a man. day or two later I saw this thing. So it's poised for something, I guess. I don't know. People just love it. Do you ever feel like sometimes when you see these like top 10 things from the 90s, that this is just a company that did it to bring back one of the things in the list? Maybe. It's like a conspiracy theory. Favorite fast food things that have gone away, and like BK Chicken Fries were one of it, and then like BK Chicken Fries <laughs> came back like a week later, and I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, I think that you did this on purpose, so. It could be that, or it could be that companies are paying attention to those things when they go viral, and they're like, hey, we could it's bring It's either like guerrilla and- marketing, yeah, or... Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was weird about Fantastic Fest, not weird about it, but like, it's in Austin, so it's central time zone. Joe was over in Europe, so normally we're in the same time zone, both in Eastern, but now we were separated by like seven or eight hours. It was like eight hours. One night that I got back from the festival at like 2.45 in the morning, or 1.45 in the morning, 2 o'clock, whatever it was, I look on my phone and we have two Twitter notifications. Yeah. A like and a reply from... Abigail Mavity. Who is who that? Say it. A little girl you may know on Summerland called... I don't remember her name. What's her name? Martha. 
Martha, who played Martha on Summerland. This was a girl that we put on blast during the Summerland episode. We mainly we mainly bitched out Erica, but we put we we mentioned all three or four actresses that we reached out to because none of them responded, and we gave them like a week or two heads up, like, hey, we're recording this, we would love to have you on. Nobody got back to us. For the Zaffies, which we will get to shortly, for I created images for each nominee, which are hilarious, award. and I love them. You did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I tweeted them out each time, and we also we tag Zach Efron in each tweet. But as you've said before, we don't think that he's actually running his Twitter. There's no way he was going to see them. Dick pics. Remember, he got in trouble. He's banned because of the dick pics. We talked about this. For the best male non-Zef role and best female non-Zef role, I tagged everyone who has a Twitter they use. And so I tagged Abigail Mavity for Martha in Summerland, and she liked the tweet and responded and said, y'all just made my night. This is so sweet or something. Which is very sweet, which means she probably didn't even see the other one. No, which she, she probably didn't because it seems like she was... She would have at least, you know, acknowledged us if she saw the other Like, one. liked it or something and yep. ignored it. Okay. And I responded, and I was like, hey, make sure you vote, because we'd love to see you win, and you're in a really tough category. And she didn't respond to that, but she did like it. So she saw that, she acknowledged that. So if you are listening for any reason, Abigail Maddie, I hope you're not. Shout out to you. I do like that if she if she put this on and she like listened for like fifteen minutes and then we're like eighteen minutes in or whatever now and just like oh it's just so close like we we sort of like you know buried the lead but it was it was so wonderful exactly so so good it made my day it made my day that she did it so I was very but what excited. was what was weird was the reason I was bringing up the time zones is because like I was it was super late for me and it was like this weird or like I don't remember, it was something or maybe it was like four or whatever but it was a time that you shouldn't have been awake and like you were awake or something like I sent you a screenshot oh dude my times like, were all. Oh, that's up. so cool. My times were all messed up. I mean, we had like a lot of like 6 a.m. flights yeah, in sucks. between places. No, it was cool, man. I don't pay for flights, so fuck it. That's true. 6 a.m. flights in between shit. And then we would just get like drunk all the time. So I'd be up <laughs> and like just be up late for no fucking reason. And then I would sleep from like 10 to 2 and, you know, just dumb shit, man. It was fun. I was on vacation. I'm on vacation. So, yeah. So I guess that can sort of transition us into the Zephys. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about cover no, for that was a catching fun up update. with Joe and Joey. That yeah. was a that, that was a good update. I like this game. Thanks, Liam and Jack, for letting us steal it. I will come up with a new, better name for it, but you sprung it on me, and I forgot that it existed until today. It'll be like Across the Pond with Joey and Joe or something. Oh, do you like okay. that one? I, I do. A little nod to them? It's a thinker. It's a thinker. Yeah. Not a thinker, but like it, it references something that, like, if you... it's it's sort of, I guess it's sort of like everything else. It's a working title. All right. Cool. So that sort of can tr- sort of transition us into the Zephys. As of right now, we have surpassed... I'm not going to say the number of votes, because it's... No, tell me. You want to know? Do you, Beep you it. Wanna, you, like, do you want our listeners... I want to know, but beep it. Oh, we can beep it. Uh, We have votes right now. Oh, nice. Cool. More than I thought. Which is more than the goal of 28 that I set, which is how many we got for the Cage Club Awards. Cool. Yeah, nice. Fan number one, Jess Collins, voted eight times, I think. She hopefully will be on the Zephy's episode. I've given her access to view the results. She's the keeper. She is the what is the what was the name of the company that ran the Oscars? Like oh, the company that used Price to Waterhouse and no longer does. Yeah, Price Waterhouse Cooper. Yep. Yeah. So she's she's the Price Waterhouse of the Zephy's right now. Except she has not been caught in a texting scandal. Uh, we have not announced Emma Stone for La La Land for Best Picture. <laughs> Until you do that, Montez, uh, <laughs> you are not on our true shit list. You have as of this recording or as of this episode's release on october 15th you have one more week to vote on the zephys if you voted once, i know rachel you just rachel just dropped another one she dropped another one while we were listening to waif she said she forgot to put her name on it but there was definitely a blank one from the other day that she uh dropped in so past guest mike manzi has voted i think three or four times wow really thanks mike that's awesome i saw a vote come in from jenny aka fan number four so we know jenny voted nice uh, liam and his girlfriend have both voted we have a, a pretty good murderer's row of people who have voted but vote again vote again vote often vote again change your votes vote multiple times you thought you thought something was split or double vote down for one each time yeah or double down, fuck yeah. Because the one rule, the one thing I made Jess promise was that once she had access to see the answers, she could not vote again. And oh, so okay, cool. if you want to counteract whatever she voted for eight times, vote for your own things eight times. Make Nine sure times. that whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. 
10 times, 20 times, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It literally takes like 45 seconds to it's do this quick. thing. The thing's set up well. I like it, so... Yeah, it's not going to take Just very long. Just get it done. So yeah, so Zephy's one more week to vote. Basically, some night on, or sometime on the night of October 22nd, I will take it down, replace the poll with a picture of Zac Efron, and then from the with 23rd... our dicks photoshopped on it. Remember? Oh right, yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely gonna okay. definitely gonna happen. Okay. And then between like the 23rd and the 31st, we will just sort of be in purgatory while we record, and then. Oh, actually, you'll be in purgatory, because we'll know the answers, because we're going to record around the 23rd or something. Yeah. And then oh. on November 1st, we will announce the winners. The winners of the Zephys. We should have made trophies. Just mail them out. That'd be the creepiest thing ever. Can you imagine how creepy that would be if you got, like, a trophy <laughs> from us? That's, like, best love triangle, and it's, like, squirrel, you know? Like, hey, this fucker just gets, like, four trophies in the mail from us. Like, oh, also, vote for Martha, because if you're listening, vote for Martha. I would love to have Abigail Mavity win. Uh, I don't want to, you know, skew, because Joe's going to have a winner, I'm going to have a winner, or we're going to have a fan's choice winner. So we're going to have three winners for each no matter category, what, yeah. but please vote for Martha, because like the fact that she responded and acknowledged us is super cool. That is pretty cool, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about uh, before we get into... Actually, okay, so here's a question for you. What? So we have other things to talk about Zeph-related before we get into the new shows. Do you want to mention... Do you want to announce one new show now, and then we'll talk about other stuff, and then do another show later, and then another show? Or what do you, how do you yes. want to do this? Okay. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. You could pick which one you want to announce first. I think we should save the continuous one for the end. Okay. So my question to you first is the release structure is going to be the first of the month, as yes. we do for Zack Attack. Then I th- I'm thinking, and this is something we're talking about on air, the 11th and the 21st? Or what's what's a good way that you want to release these? That works for me. I like that. Okay. On December 1st, do you have a preference for the continuous one? Which which day of the month that is? The 1st, the 11th, the 21st, or no? I think that should be the 1st. Okay. So, yeah. uh, okay. so how about this? How about we announce them in the order we thought them up, and that'll be the 21st, then the 11th, then the 1st? Down. So, the, <laughs> the podcast that we had in our heads for so long that was going to release on December 1st... That will the now only one, the, the first only, episode, the only continuation one. No, 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 no. I'm saying the one that we thought was going to be December first, but it's going to be December twenty. Because we're going to save the continuation for last. I like yeah, that. No, one. no, no. I mean, like the only one that was going to be a carry on from Zack Attack. When we, oh yes, like, when mm-hmm. we were finishing Zack Attack, we were the like, we want something successor. else to do. The successor of Zack Attack, which will now release on December twenty first, which is a Thursday, a monthly podcast. Boyfriend material. Damn it. The Ryan Gosling podcast. Wait, hold on. Do, do you feel that? Oh, wait. What? Wait, what do I feel? That's boyfriend material. Oh, shit. Is that the new podcast we're doing? That's going to be the new one. Yes, I'm excited. We came to Ryan Gosling because he reminds me a lot of Zeph and the movie choices that he made. There's a lot of great stuff yep. that he's in that we really enjoy that we've seen. There's a lot of stuff I haven't seen. There's a lot of terrible, shitty romantic movies yep. that he's in, too. So I feel like we can get a nice breath of, you know, the movies that he's done. Which direction are we going? Forward or backward? I forget. So for Gosling, we're starting new and working our way old. So we're going to do the Zeph. They're going to do the Zeph way. The Zeph way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which works totally for me because we got Blade Runner coming out, which will probably be a bonus early on. But he's been in a lot of cool stuff recently. I'm excited. There is one little, not snafu, but... It is uh, something that we, we're kind of lying a little bit. Uh, the first movie we're going to do for him is La La Land. Okay. It is not his most recent movie, though. Why? His most recent movie is a, is a movie called Song to Song, directed okay. by Terrence Malick. I feel like La La Land is a better place to start because, number one, it's a bigger movie. Agreed. Number two, you have stronger opinions about it than you will about Song to Song. I have very strong opinions about La La Land, trust me. And number three, when we first envisioned doing Boyfriend Material, it was going to be first. And basically, since we thought of this podcast, Song to Song came out. It uh, it sort of changed things up. We'll do Song to Song. We're not going to do it as a bonus episode. We'll just do it in January, which okay. is fine. That's fine by me. Yeah, so the first movie we're going to do is La La Land from 2015, 2016. 2016. And then the next movie we'll do is Song of Song. Gosling, the next podcast we're doing, and Zeph, whenever they have a new movie come out, like this weekend as we're recording this, Blade Runner 2049 comes out. So when that hits 
Blu-ray DVD VOD. Which is what we've been doing lately. I mean, we've been doing forever. We will do a bonus episode. Yep, I like that. So Thursday, December 21st, Boyfriend Material, the Ryan Gosling podcast. Put it in your calendar. Put it in your calendar. Do you feel that? It's Boyfriend Material. Two notes. Two notes about the podcast. This is true of all three. Go ahead. It is now available to subscribe to anywhere you get your podcast. So Damn, iTunes, you already made it up. You already, you already got it up there? You cranked it up there. Damn, not as, not as we're recording this, but as I know, I know, you're fast. I know, I know, I know. Uh, so Apple Podcasts, which the new iOS 11 app Stitcher, is garbage. Whatever that is that you like to talk about. Uh, you can download on Google Play. You can get it from Stitcher. You can get it in the Overcast app, which is now what I use to listen to podcasts. You can also listen to it at CageClub.me. So anywhere you want to listen to podcasts, Boyfriend Material is available. Yeah, I usually use uh, iTunes or CageClub.me myself, but uh, yep. you can do any of them, any possible way you want them the other thing to note is that you can email us and be on the first episode if you want to be on the first episode boyfriend material at cageclub.me and you know the movie's gonna be la la land so uh if you want to if you don't want to we're gonna be asking a lot because there's gonna be a lot to listen to if you think we're funny cool if not tell us to fuck off we're still gonna make them anyways it's okay so so that's that so that is the first podcast uh, the third we're releasing, but the first we've announced. I also really want to point out, I realized this recently. What? The fact that we think anybody cares enough to listen to an episode where the point of the episode is, we're going to let you know what we're going to talk about next, is so pretentious and so funny to me. Well, I just like to pretend that a lot of people do listen to them in my head. True. Even though I know no one listens to them, I like pretend that a lot of people listen to them. So I wanted it to be an extravagant. I wanted it to be fabulous. Good word choice. Do you think on the internet who's more popular, Zeph or Gosling? Me. Excluding you for a second. Oh, that's hard to do. I think Gosling. You think? Yeah, I think so. I feel like that's probably true. I hope. Well, for number one, I hope that Jenny listens. Uh, wait, 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 did she guess? She guessed Gosling, right? That was the one she got right? Yes. Yes, she did not get the other guy. It is the one she got right, yes. Yeah. So I hope Jenny and I hope... Je- I know Jess is going to listen to all of them. Because I'm going to make her listen to all of them. But Hopefully. I hope Jenny and I hope whoever else listens who doesn't write in listens to our new shows, too. I think Zeph is popular. I think Gosling is more sort of memeable, especially with the won't eat a cereal stuff. The Gosling like the won't eat your cereal is like, like, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to do Gosling. Honestly, yeah. I think that's fucking hilarious. Um, I usually don't like things that girls typically think is funny. That's probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. The Gosling won't <laughs> eat a cereal thing. I love it. I feel like whoever made that was at Fantastic Fest, maybe? Like, as really? he made something bigger. Hold on. Won't eat his cereal. No, he died? Wait, hold on. Wait, what? The guy who made it died. No way. But years ago. So I don't know what I'm thinking of, but I heard about it recently. It was brought up in conversation. I thought it was somebody at Fantastic Fest mentioning that, but... I don't know. I don't know either, brother. Before we get to the next podcast, let's talk about, between the last recording and this recording, Vogue posted 73 questions with Zac Efron, which is the most awkward, scripted, staged video. But, like, set it up a little bit. What this is, is Vogue apparently does these with a lot of people. Yep. It's like a one-on-one interview. I didn't watch any of the other ones, but I saw Aziz did one. So, you know, a lot of, like, current people do these like 70 some maybe it's always 73 i don't I know think it's I think. always 73 when the god when the when the zach efron episode ended it prompted me to watch a Gigi hadid one oh cool is beautiful although sidetrack for a by second, the way i think her nothing. sister's hotter by the way i think her sister's you think hotter. Bella's hotter than Gigi? yeah no i don't think so Although, do you know the show Difficult People on Hulu with Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner? No, but I'm stoked on Billy Eichner being in American Horror Story this season. Oh, I've not gotten him yet. I'm, oh, no, but I knew I knew he was in it. I knew he was in it. Yeah, I wasn't spoiling anything. He, no, yeah. Like, he's credited at the beginning, so... Right. They have a show on Hulu called Difficult People where they're just both... They're basically just assholes. And they made a joke about Gigi Hadid hosting the AMAs. Do you know about this or no? No, tell me. I want to know about it. Oh my god. So, if you Google Gigi Hadid AMAs, you will find so many articles that are basically like, uh, why did she host again? And I clicked on one, and it was a write-up of describing what happened. Okay. Videos, hmm. and it's rough. On the well, one she's hand, a model. She's not an actress. She's not like a yes. host. She's just a model, so... It felt like this was her moment to be like, I'm more than just a pretty face. I can do things like this. Oh, it definitely was, but 
doesn't mean she'll do it, you know? And she was hosting with Jay Farrow, I think? That's a, that? that's, a per- that's a person, right? I don't know. Jay Farrow is from SNL, maybe? Okay. Uh, he joined SNL in 2010 for its 36th season. I don't know how long he was on the show for. Oh, also, SNL, uh, Gosling just hosted SNL, so that was good timing for us. By the way, I watched it, and it was really funny. I can't wait till you watch it and talk about it. Did you watch any of it? No, but I heard friends saying it was one of the best ones in a long time, and he was really good on it. I agree. He was in a lot of the skits, unlike Zeph. Like, he was in, like, a significant amount of them. Cool. He played a primary role in a lot of them. He wasn't just, like, back cast, and he committed, and he, like, laughed, and he was in it to win it, and he was playing really goofy characters that I never thought he would do, and it looked playful and fun and real. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I was watching, what was I watching? Something else. On Saturday. Saturday night you were watching... Oh, you are watching Horror Story. Was I? Yep. Is that when the new one came? You told me you were. Maybe I was catching up on American Horror Story. I think Story. you were catching up on them. Yeah, from the ones like I missed when I was away with Rachel. Yes, so I watched like the episode to catch up, but then I caught the middle of Gosling on the thing, and he was in like three or four skits in a row. They're all great. I can't wait for you to watch them. I can't wait to talk about them. They're That's good. super cool. Super, yeah. super cool. So anyway, so Gigi Hadid... She doesn't have great writing, and she also can't deliver these things, but, like, her jokes are all landing flat, and then she's like, hey, I'm working on my first impression. You want to hear it? And he's like, yeah, sure. And it's of Melania Trump, and the joke is that she says her president, or her husband, is President Barack Obama. And it's like, oh, That was a really old joke. Yeah, we already heard the, like, she stole Michelle's speeches joke, so. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was was timely at the time. Who knows? I don't know, but it, it was... It was rough. So anyway, 73 questions. Vogue. That, that was a weird... I, number one, I can't believe that we got from point A to point Z from that tangent. But number two, I can't believe that I remembered where we started from. Yeah, I did. No, I did. I could have brought us back. I'm good at that. So it's like a nine-minute video on YouTube. Super, super scripted. It's clear that he had all the questions ahead of time. It is. It's very clear. And that was kind of disappointing to me. Some like thoughts that I had was, it's worth the watch if you're a Zeph fan. I liked some of his answers. A lot of his answers, he took like a cop-out kind of answer. Like, I remember once they asked him, like, what was your favorite part of High School Musical? And he was just like, everything. He does, in that that one, I did sense, and maybe it's just his tremendous acting skills, it felt like he was actually sort of nostalgic, and not on the verge of tears, but like emotional. Because it sounded like he tried to come up with something like, actually seemed like, you know, I miss those days. Like, I miss kind of the simple days of High School Musical before I was really Zac Efron. It seemed kind of acty to me. My biggest disappointment was something that you ruined for me, which was, they said, can you remember all the names that The Rock calls you in Baywatch? And he said, ha ha ha, no, definitely can't. And I'm like, fucker, you wrote them. Yeah. So, like, that was shitty. The things I wrote down about this... Good, run through your list. I, I didn't write, I didn't take any notes on it, but I remembered a lot. I just watched it today, so... He wants to be in Stranger Things, which would be cool. I love to talk about Stranger Things on this. That'd be fun. That'll be a lot of fun, yeah. He said that he cried from laughing at Pineapple Express, and he cried from emotions in Titanic, and that he owned uh, all of Celine Dion's albums, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that, that that almost seemed real because he was just talking about Titanic, then he talks about Celine Dion. Like, that seems like a logical, like, brain jump, right? Titanic also is a movie that we love because we picked it for the film club that we run. Yep, so. yep. That was cool. I, I did like the Titanic nod because we had just watched it within the past year and talked about it with a bunch of people. So He also loves Chance the Rapper. What I cracked up at, just because of our sort of inside jokes, is the video was sponsored by Google and he uses OK Google twice. You make fun of Matt about... Adam. Matt and Adam. Matt, Matt and Matt's cousin. Two of my good friends that live here. Matt with the cooler, who just went ham about the new fucking Pixel tonight and was telling us that we do the same thing for iPhones, which we've never done. <laughs> and we're like, what kind? And he's like, I know a lot of people that go, that are Apple fanboys. And I'm like, well, your only friends are me and Zach, so... <laughs> I don't know who the fuck else you're talking to that's, like, really excited about Apple products. We just buy the new one because it works. Which is also funny because when when I last saw you guys, 
we were talking about how Apple kind of sucks, but we're just going to keep buying its shit anyway. Like, that was the actual conversation we were having. Like, yeah, we know, like, we're just not switching to Android. We know that's not great. We, we just want blue expensive. text bubbles. We want girls to text us back. Yep. That's the only thing that I want from a product. Girls to respond to my texts. Yep. And, like, the phone to work. And that's yep. exactly what, like, I don't want to tinker with it. Nothing. Yeah. So that's, like, our thing. And, like, Matt was like, you guys get really excited. And we're like, no, we, we don't get really excited about new iPhones. Like, you're the one who gets excited about them and sends the information to us and we just go buy them. Like, that's... Okay, yeah. Another one of the questions that Zeph was asked is what sport he would want to play, and he said he would be in the NFL, but he hasn't played football in any movie. He's played basically no, every sport he, but football. He loved baseball. He played basketball. He throws a basketball in the video. I agree. And also, NFL isn't a sport. The sport is football. What sport would you play NFL? That didn't make any sense either, and I'm like, you're an idiot, but okay. He does two impressions in the video. He does a Christopher Walken, which I guess is kind of okay, but also the impression he that He shouldn't do impressions. Does. They shouldn't have asked him to do impressions. They shouldn't have asked him to do two impressions for sure. So, and then they made him do a Seth Rogen, which he's like his impression was how hard it is to do a Seth Rogen impression just because he's talking. The talking part wasn't great. I think he has the laugh down pretty well. I thought it was the other way around. I you thought think that so? his like inflections of Seth Rogen were very Seth Rogen, like his voice and inflections. And I thought the laughing part was just like very generic. I love that in the video he's barbecuing, as we know, especially for you, barbecue barbecuing is a, a, a sacred place Barbecue in your life. heart. Uh, yeah. And so the fact that he's like basically prepping for a party and doing like throwing some stuff on the grill or whatever I thought was pretty funny, pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I like that too. I did. His house was pretty cool. Yep. Is that his house, you think? I would be willing to bet that that actually is his house. If it is, it's massive and beautiful. And he has a great view of LA. Yep. He's like everything that Cole... By the way, they asked him what his DJ name would be and he didn't say Cole Carter. He said Afrozak, which, which is so lame. It's a little funny, you know. Afrojack is a DJ, so Afrozak, get it? Ha ha! Like that yeah, was a joke. But, but still. I think Cole Carter should have easily been the answer because <laughs> it would have been so much funnier. But okay. Hey, what's up? I'm Cole Carter. Uh, yeah. He also said that if he wasn't an actor, his dream job would be to be a chef. Which I feel like he's had so many jobs in movies, and he's never been a chef. Yeah, and we've never seen him cook in a movie, and we've never seen him cook on a TV show? Like, why isn't he on, like, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart getting stoned cooking with them, you know? Like, do you know that's... Speaking of Snoop Dogg, do you know he has a game show coming to TBS in a couple weeks? No, I don't. Called The Joker's Wild, and I had it on mute because the, the baseball game tonight is on TBS, so I'm just... I had it on uh, while I was watching TV and watching the Penguins game and everything. I don't know what the point is, but all I know is he can win $420. So, cool. You can only win show. $420? I don't know if you only can, but you like that's something that comes up that you can win. So <laughs> that's funny. Okay, I like it. In the video, Zeph has a cardboard cutout of himself by the pool, which seemed a little try hard for laughs. Yeah, it, right. Although Is that if how it's you feel? real, it's amazing. But you wouldn't put it outside by your pool. If it was like next to his bed, that would be really funny. But like yep. we never go inside. So you mentioned The Rock earlier about the nicknames. Uh, he said that his best kiss on screen, I think, was The Rock, or how, or what was it like kissing The Rock? And he said it was great. And they said, who do you want to do a love scene with? And I feel like this is kind of the way to do it, because you don't want to put, like, a, an actress on the spot. Yes, yes. But he says, The Rock, you know, I want to finish what we started, which uh, is pretty funny. Which was very well played. That was tasteful. I agree. Again, further proof that he has an entire team of handlers, like, hey, we're going to make sure you don't say the wrong thing. Here's what you should say for all of these questions. Yes. What I thought was really funny and true to your life is that he said his style icon was Steve McQueen and his fashion style is black t-shirt and jeans. I could not have nailed a better find me shirt in my house that's not black that's what black I shirts know. and jeans or sweatpants i mean i don't think zeph would ever be wearing well he probably was wear track pants. pants like track pants or something yeah. he'd be a little bit classier in this video he was wearing white pants i'm guessing it was filmed before labor day but <laughs> you know maybe it was a labor day barbecue who knows who knows maybe but yes and when they asked him to design a t-shirt he said no labels because that's exactly how I... I mean, I prefer my t-shirts to be as black and plain as possible, so... You guys could share closets. I would love to share Zac Efron's closet in a non-homosexual... But also muscle. totally homosexual way. But yeah, in a homoerotic kind of way, yeah. He said that his favorite food and least favorite food was kale, which is... I fucking hate kale. Pretty dumb. I hate kale. I hate kale. Can I tell you a funny kale story? Absolutely, that's why we're here. Rachel, he works at a restaurant... Um, one of their specials one time was like kale something, right? One of the, Rachel comes home and tells me the story that she heard this guy 
ordering, and they said the special is Kale something. <laughs> and this guy goes, definitely not that. I don't trust Kale. It, it ain't even been around that long. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a lot. Like it is such like a hype beast food, you know. Like like, did our parents ever eat kale? No, no. There was there's some comedian. I don't remember who it was, but they're talking about Mormonism, and they're like, I don't trust a religion that my dad is old enough to say, oh yeah, I remember. That's not real. Like that was that wasn't a thing when I was growing up. Like that's just it's yes. not real. Like that was invented in my life. Exactly. That was this kid's idea of kale. Like if it's only been around since like I can remember, I don't trust it. Touche, my friend. Because like if this is a superfood, why the fuck haven't we been eating it for thousands of years? That's all I want to know. He said at one point in the video, "My fans rule." I was like, "You bet we do." Like I don't think of myself as a Zac Efron fan, but like we are. Yeah, like we're not in the same vein as like you know fourteen-year-old girls that love High School Musical. But I mean, I'm like you know a twenty-eight-year-old man that loves High School Musical. So it's wonderful. It's fabulous. <laughs> really dropped the fucking ball on that one. You can bet on it. Zeph makes me want to scream. Uh, he wrote a tiger shark in Hawaii, which I guess maybe happened. I feel like that was a very controlled environment, but, you know, cool. Yeah, yeah. And also, aren't tiger sharks, like, the pissed off ones? Like, wouldn't you, like, not want to fuck? Like, whale sharks are usually pretty tame, but tiger sharks are, like, the fucking scary ones, right? I believe you. If he, if he could change his name, he would change it to Khaleesi, which is kind of dumb. Khaleesi's not a name, it's a title. Yeah, that was an attempt at being funny... I have a friend who named his dog Khaleesi. Putting on my nerd glasses for a second, it is not a name, it's a title. It's like, I want to change my name to King or Queen. Like, okay. Prince. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Prince is mm-hmm. Prince is cooler than that. Like, Prince is the per- yeah. like the person Prince. Not the name Prince, but the person Prince, so. I get it. When they asked him what song he has played more often than any other song on guitar, he said Santeria, and I said, of course Zac Efron has played Santeria on guitar more than any other song. Like, I know, right? That's I the know. most, like, white boy in the valley answer. Like, oh my god. Yeah, the, like, I'm at a party... I'm pretty good looking, there's girls around, I'm just going to play Santeria. And we know that he can sing, and we know that, you know, girls are going to come up to him in a party anyway because he's, he's handsome, but, like, I feel like it's not hard to sing like Sublime, so, like, it's such a lame, easy, safe choice to do, like, uh, come on, Zeph. Yeah, it almost felt real because of how lame it was, right? Like, that wasn't scripted. I'm sure it is real. Yeah. The last thing I wrote down, which is, which kind of blew my mind when he said it, they asked what movie would he want to be in, and he said The Godfather Part 1, which, when we were on Nerd on Nerd, and Jack said, what role would he make better and what role would he make worse? We both said Al Pacino roles. I said in The Godfather, and you said in Scarface. So the fact that he said he wants to be in Godfather Part 1, I was like, this is amazing. Yes, that, and also, The Godfather wasn't one of his favorite movies. In in, in the 27 facts about what his favorite movie was, The Godfather wasn't one of them that I remember, at least. Here's a little bit of a sneak peek teaser taster for an upcoming Cage Club Podcast Network show. Mike and I just recorded a Cage Club revisited for The Trust, a Nicolas Cage, Elijah Wood movie from a couple years ago. And in that movie, or in that episode, he and I do our Cage Club Podcast Network casting for a Batman movie. We cast Zeph as Robin. Yeah, we talked about this in our... um... Which I think is why it came up, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this with the Nerd on Nerd guys, right? Yeah, and that's why it came up, because we recorded on that Saturday, and then that Tuesday night, Mike and I went to go see Fight Club in theaters, and before that, we watched the Was that awesome, by the way? How was this Fight Club thing? It was very cool. Cool. Did you know that Fight Club is the number 10 all-time best movie on IMDb? No. Which seems pretty high. That's really, really high. You know my love of Fight Club is that Fight Club is loved by frat bros, and the whole movie is just super homoerotic. Yep. So you have, like, all of these, like, very masculine men telling you that they love Fight Club and how it's about fighting, but really the movie's about, like... Loving another man. Loving another man and, like, (laughs) fantasizing about muscular men. It's just beautiful to me. I love when people tell me they love Fight Club. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna start a Fight Club. And I'm like, okay, well, you obviously didn't get the movie at all, but okay. So I think, yeah, so I think because we had just talked about it, we mentioned how Zeph was, we wanted him to play Robin, and then we sort of cast the rest of a Batman universe with, you know, future releases, including Gosling. I don't remember, I don't remember who we cast everybody as. The only other one that I remember is that Philip Seymour Hoffman was going to be the Penguin, because of course he was going to be the Penguin, because that's great. That makes sense. So listen to that. That episode will be out 
on kclub.me and all those places you listen to podcasts on January 18th of next year. If you want to know who we picked, uh, I think it was pretty fun. So uh, go, go cool. listen to that. Okay, so we, we finished up the Vogue thing. So it's time to re- announce podcast number two, which will release on Monday, December 11th. This one, we're starting Go ahead. from the beginning, Yeah, working our way to present day. Someone who's also very lust, lusty, lusted after. This is a guy, so we had the idea for Gosling months ago, at the beginning of this calendar year, I feel Early like. Early at Zack Attack. And then we were so committed to it, and then we were like, this guy... And we talked about this, I think, on the podcast before. We were like, this guy's actually We've hinted, if you've, if you've been listening, we've hinted at this person a lot. I've said his name on the show. Have you? Yeah. I mentioned a couple of movies that we've seen that he was in. Yep. Go ahead. You gonna drop it? Monday, December 11th, Magic Mike's. Magic Mike's. The Channing Tatum Podcast. Yes. I'm so excited. I've never seen Magic Mike. I've never seen the first one, but I will for Cinemakers by the time we get to it. Okay, cool. Oh, the important thing to note for both of these, sorry to cut you off, the Go important ahead. thing to note for both of these is that Mike Manzi will be back as our historian. Resident historian Mike Manzi. For The Notebook, which is set back in time, he will be on for uh, Channing Tatum. He has a, a movie early on with Shia, which we covered for all his movies, called A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints, which takes place in the 80s in New York. Mike will be on for that. He'll also be on for The Hateful Eight and stuff. Like, there's so many good movies we're going to talk about for these podcasts. I'm so excited. Mike yeah. will be on the ones not set in current day. Again, so reason reasonings for picking Channing Tatum. He's well-loved for things by women like Magic Mike. True. He's like a sexual icon, right? Like, True. He was a former stripper and stuff like that. True. But he also is in a lot of shitty romantic comedy kind of movies. True. He's also in the Step Up movies, at least the first one, which I'm very excited to see. Yes, he's in the Step Up movies. And generally, he seems like a fun, funny guy, too. This is like a common theme that we have, right? He doesn't take himself too seriously. Gosling, as much as he was in The Notebook, he's on SNL, doesn't seem like he takes himself too seriously. Zeph, you know, obviously, he gets shit on a lot. So, like, these are the kind of things that we deal with. And um, I think that they're all good candidates. These, These are all guys that I wouldn't mind having a beer with. And Gosling is the one. We've been hinting at this the last couple times we mentioned this. If anyone were to know about our podcast, acknowledge our podcast, not be a guest, we don't expect that, but like a tweet on Twitter, give us a shout-out, something, we think of everyone we've done a podcast for on this network, not just me and Joe, but everybody we've done, we think Channing Tatum is the most likely to acknowledge us. Which is not why we're doing him, but a cool little perk. Yeah, I think that he is probably the most down-to-earth of all... Not saying that any of them are uncool, anything like that. I'm just saying, like, of all the people that are on the Cage Club Podcast Network, that Channing Tatum seems like the, the least serious of all of them, which is awesome. Which is very, very cool. He's also in legitimately good movies, like the Jump Street movies, which I'm excited to talk about. I love Jump Street movies. He is also, so that's a fucking, you know, we have a little Zeph Nexion there. Because, aren't those Seth Rogen ones? Isn't Seth Rogen in those? Uh, in the Jump Street movies? No. Or Pam? Pam? One, somebody from them is in this, right? Jump Street is him and Jonah Hill. Ah, uh, yeah, and Jonah Hill and, and fucking Seth Rogen are boys. That's what, that was my connection, okay. sorry. Okay. That's what I was trying to get Uh, to. he's also in the G.I. Joe movies, which I've never seen, which I'm excited to see. I've uh, never seen. And he's also in, like, legitimately great movies or, like, huge movies, like Hateful Eight, the Tarantino movie we talked about. He's also in Jupiter Ascending, which I'm super excited to talk about because I love that movie. I've never seen everyone it. everyone else hates it. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that. This is the end? Oh, my God. I totally forgot we had to do this. This is, is the, the end. end. Yeah, oh, talking God, about Seth Rogen. such a great movie. The Lego movie. I'm just scrolling through some movies here, trying to see some other ones. He's also in Lego Batman, so we're going to talk about that, too. Yeah. Because yeah, he plays right. Superman. Wait, do we do... I don't remember if we did... We might have also cast him as Superman in our Batman casting. I don't remember. Listen, January 18th, Cage Club Revisited on the Cage Club feed. Yes. But yeah, I'm I'm so, so excited to do Channing Tatum. No offense to Gosling. I'm really excited to do Gosling because he's done a lot of great stuff. I feel like all of our ideas kept getting better and better. And we just couldn't bring ourselves to drop the other ones. They're all so good in my head. They're all fun things that I want to talk about, that I want to talk to you about, that I want to put out there. Like, I'm so so excited to see Drive again and talk about Drive with you. I'm excited to see uh, The Place Beyond the Pines again and talk about that with you. Never seen it. It's going to be... And it's also, like, neither of us have ever seen The Notebook, so we're going to see The Notebook for the first time. No, I've, I've definitely seen The Notebook. Oh, 
Okay, sorry. Dude, I was crushing bitches in high school. Like, <laughs> I've seen the no Trust me. Well, that I've is seen my high school musical of boyfriend material. Well, I cannot wait for you to see the notebook. Me either. Man, oh man. So we have two other little bits of Zeph housekeeping before we get to the third and final podcast and wrap this up. Okay. We realized when we did the Waif commentary, Waif the remix, yes. that we did we played a bunch of games. We did not do Fireass titles for We Are Your Friends, which is a massive, massive oversight. Okay. You want to play? You want to play now? Yeah, I want to play right now. DJs. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Usually poach mine, so fuck I know. You. That was that was me my first one. I'm going to say spinners. Why? Like they spin records. That's lame. It's supposed to be lame. That's the point. Okay. The Music Guys. The Valley. College Party. EDM. <laughs> EDM. That's a good one. Oh, I, I have another one I'm going to save. It might be the last one. I'm going I'm to use it next, but it might end the game because I think it's perfect. The Not a Frat House. The Perfect BPM. That's a good one. And, obviously, I have the best last title. Go for it. R.I.P. Squirrel. Here's my, here's my last title. Go ahead, go ahead. Are we ever going to be better than this? Maximum Joseph's. Hey, what's up? I'm Cole Carter. <laughs> zipper, clap, yep. nail gun. That's, it's just, that's... But like, it's, it's just a series of emojis on the cover and like sound effects. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a zipper, a clap, and a nail gun. Yep, as emojis. That yep. yeah, in a emo- that's yeah. I think that's it. There we go. Also, the only other thing that we want to cover, and then before before we announce the third one and sign off, we'll see if there's anything else we can talk about. We did get one email. Email the mailbag has been very dry lately, which I know life gets in the way. I know that Jess went on vacation. Jess has been busy at work. She's going to listen to the two most recent episodes tomorrow. If cool. she writes in emails, which I'm sure she will, we're either going to read them with her on air or read part of it, or like do part of the episode without her, part of the episode with her. We're, I think it'd also be funny to read her emails with her here and have yeah. her sort of react in real time. I think that could be funny. That's fine by me. I'm down with either. So she sent one email, subject line, guys, exclamation point. I'm two episodes behind. Blame it on Canada. I can't wait for the Zephys. Short, sweet, enthusiastic. I love it. We're ready for the Zephys too. I cannot wait. We're never going to be better than them. Do you have anything else Zeph-related or this podcast-related before we talk about the last new podcast we're going to do? No, um, I'm excited. Oh, did we say that Channing Tatum we're going to do, do new to old? Or old to new, I mean. Did we say that? Yeah, Channing Tatum we're going to do chronologically from the beginning to the end. Cage style. Cage style. Because I think we need to start with the shit and work our way into Magic Mike and see how he flourished that way. Yep. I would like to start with the shitty old ones and go that way and, um, you know, hit Logan Lucky, which we just saw now, see his evolution that way. I think it would be more interesting for my brain. What's crazy to me is that Gosling has, right now, this has not been updated in a couple of months, so it might change a little bit. Gosling has 27 episodes that we're going to do. Shannon Tatum has 38. Like, there's so much no more No way, Channing. really? Yeah, yeah. And oh, this is wow. me taking things out that we're not going to cover and stuff like that. Like, yeah, Damn. 38. Okay, cool. Channing. Good job for Channing Tatum. Three That's years awesome. of Channing. That's fine. I can get down with it. I'm going to do the fucking Channing Tatum diet. I'm going to get ripped <laughs> like Zeph and Channing Tatum. I'm going to start stripping. Like, you don't even know how much cool. influence he's going to have on my life right now. I'm so excited. You're never okay. going to be better than that. I will never be better. We, we need some fucking catchphrases. We do. I know how we're going to start the Gosling podcast. I have not figured out how we're going to start the Channing Tatum podcast. The third one, I know how we're going to start. It's the Channing one. I, I'm just, I need to figure out like a catchphrase or something. Yeah, we need, maybe we need to pre-screen Magic Mike and steal some quotes from it or something. When am I doing Magic Mike for Cinemakers? Let me see here. Magic Mike is in five movies so i will be watching that mid-november so actually yeah i'm i will have seen it cool i'll screen it with you yeah okay so any other zeph thoughts before we announce the last podcast no uh other than he was excited in the vogue thing about the greatest showman oh with zendaya which i I don't think i knew she was in it i love zendaya yeah so i'm i'm excited that he was excited about it he did like kind of like a little pitch for his uh, The Greatest Showman movie, and um, I'm down to watch it. Also, for Magic Mikes, you can email us as well. Yeah, exactly. Email us about everything. Email us about one thing. 
I am really excited for Magic Mike's and Boyfriend material because I have developed and curated a beautiful list oh, yeah. of introductions yep. that I've been working on for months now. I'm just going to use... I'm so excited. Just get you ready for the show. When we start out, I'm going to do some intros. Are you going to do these for the third podcast too or no? We haven't talked about that. Yeah, I can do them for all of them. Yeah, I'm just going to use poignant little tidbits, yep. little weird stuff. Some sexual stuff, and I'm just gonna drop some nuggets in there that I've been planning on for a while. I've been, I have a whole list in my <laughs> phone, so get ready. The Channing Tatum email is Magic Mike's M I C S, like microphones, Magic Mike's at cageclub.me. You should probably make a Magic Mike's M I K E S one, too. It's fine. Okay, it's a good call. Cool. So, the third, the final podcast, the most recent one we thought of, the first one we will be releasing December 1st. 2017. Probably going to be my favorite one. But I mean, like, I think honestly, so too. this is going to be a fucking blast and a half. And it um, is. So t- no, no, no. Wait, tell tell the whole story. You wanted you wanted a show. Yeah. That... Okay. So after doing Cage Club, after doing Keanu Club, these two shows I did with Mike Manzi, which Joe was on an episode of Cage. Were you on a Keanu or no? Yeah, we watched the shitty Keanu one with the Hispanic lady. Oh yeah, you were on um. With Ana de Armas, you were on the... No, not the whole truth. It no, was not... ex- exposed. Exposed. I loved it, yeah. That was a good one. So after doing Cage, after doing Keanu, we've done like 70 to 80 episodes of both. There are two shows that right now, just like Zack Attack will in a couple months or a month or so, uh, they're kind of dormant. Like, they're just waiting for new movies. Yeah, that's kind of sad, man, right? We don't have massive audiences, but we have a decent number of people who listen to those, who download every new episode. I'm sad that, like, I know you that a lot the of them... people what they want, is what you're trying to say. I know a lot of them go from one to the next, but, like, I want to keep everybody. And so the new show we started, that Mike and I started, Cinemakers, is going to go... It could go forever, because we're going to do different directors, one after the other. And so with Joe, you know, we're, Zach Attack is coming to a, a dormant end. And then, you know, in a couple of years, Gosling and Tatum will both reach their natural conclusions. But we wanted something to hold on to. Yeah. Something that could be forever. Something that was fast. Something that was furious. Something that was forever. Go ahead. We are so doing we... December. <laughs> I love this idea so much. I can't say it without laughing. Go ahead. December, Friday, December 1st, too fast, too forever. Family at cageclub.me. Email us now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot it's family at cageclub.me. That makes me so happy. Once a month, forever. Forever. Joe and I will watch a Fast and Furious movie in order. When we get to the end, we will restart. Yes. We're going to watch, as of right now, there are eight. As of today, they just pushed nine back to 2020. To 2020. So we got to at least keep going until then. How stoked are we going to be when a new one comes out? Oh when we like We're like four loops or three loops through. Going to lose our mind. That's what yeah. I was going to say, because like, as it stands right now, if they don't release another one until 2020, that means in two years we will see each of them and talk about each of them three times. Exactly. This is a podcast style of sorts that is kind of taken from the Worst Idea in the World podcast. Yes, Which yes. is close to our hearts because I think we've talked about it on here before. They did wave. They are too. They did wave. They're two Australian guys, I think, who watch the same movie every week for a year and talk about it. So they started with Grown Ups 2, they did Sex in the City 2, they did Waif. I've never listened to one of those, but from what I've heard, after you watch it a handful of times, there's nothing left to talk about. They sort of create their own narratives. So this is basically just going to be a way for Joe and I to do a podcast every month. It's going to have a very loose structure. So the first round through, we're going to do them, us. No guests. No guests. Talk about the movies. Then it's going to devolve into a shit show. You know, we need to talk about other people and have guests and talk about our lives. And it will just be, it will just exist in the background as a loose structure. And I will definitely watch the movie again. Yep. But it doesn't mean that that's what the the, the show is going to be about. The show's not going to be three copies of the same podcast in two years. It's definitely not. No. Absolutely not. And so when we have guests on, we could have guests on for an entire cycle. We might have guests on just for single episodes. We're going to see, we're going to sort of play it by ear, see what happens. We're also toying with the idea that between cycles, we might sort of do a movie or something that's related to them. Like, for instance... Yeah, when we get bored with this, we're just going to fucking do whatever we want. In Fast Five, uh, Gal Gadot is there. She might be even in four. She's in at least five and six. 
maybe we do Wonder Woman in between. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, we could go yeah. anywhere. We could also, like, I, like I said before, all I want is a show where we can talk about Spring Breakers. So we might just do an episode about Spring Breakers that has nothing to do with anything we've talked about. Yeah. Other than we just both love it and we want to talk about it. I would like to cut in the skulls. Because I think that's like one of my favorite shit films too, and I really enjoy it. You there know, we go. little Maybe. Paul Walker mix in there. There's gonna be a lot of surprises. We could do Torque, which stars Adam Scott, which is kind of a parody ripoff of Fast and the Furious, directed by Joseph oh. Kahn, yeah, who just down. directed at down. Fantastic Fest, Bodied, which was incredible, the rap battle movie. We got things to do, but the most important thing to remember is that once a month, the first of the month, every month, forever, forever, a Fast and Furious movie. We're going to be fast. We're going to be furious. Too fast, too forever. Family at cageclub.me. As a recap, Friday, December 1st, Too Fast, Too Forever. Subscribe now, wherever you get your podcasts. Family at cageclub.me. If you email us ahead of time, we will read these emails on the first episode. It would make Nothing would make us happier than having emails for the first episode. Also, wait, a little bit of the why we picked Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. You didn't talk about this. No. I have always loved the Fast and the Furious movies. They're, like, you know, kind of my favorite type of movies. They, they don't really need to make sense. Correct. They're just fun to watch Mm -hmm. you don't really need to know the characters nope you could just randomly watch the fourth or fifth one the first one i saw was the fifth one there you go see the first one you saw was the fifth one you can kill a character off you can bring them back you can have alternate timelines i literally went to japan for a whole summer because i watched tokyo drift and got (laughs) drunk the villain in one of your movies could become part of your crew in the next movie yes you can go from being car racers to international spies working with the government it makes no sense so it's like the perfect culmination of this and you had never seen the fast and furiouses right like what you haven't you've only seen them recently the first time i saw it was when how did this get made did fast five okay uh a couple years ago so i want to say maybe four years ago i saw them yeah and then i saw i saw six seven and eight in theaters so it was before that so it was recent though because i never saw one i saw five at home. So it was after that on Blu-ray. So, I mean, it was way after the fact. You know what I mean? So, like... Yeah, see, I, I saw two in theaters. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was in it to win it from the jump, you know? like. And even though I was late to the game, it is unabashedly my favorite film franchise. Yeah. I don't love every movie, but by the end of this, by the end of Forever, I will love every movie. Or I'll hate every movie. I don't know. It's, it's One or the other is going to happen. I'm not sure which We one. will see if these hold up to the test of time. <laughs> And which ones don't, because we'll fucking talk about them forever. So I'm really, really excited. There's some great characters in there. They like to change characters out. They play very fast and loose with with their with their writing. Yeah, and I'm excited to see where they go, because we got like nine, we got ten, we might get a Hobbs movie, you know what I mean? Like, who knows where the fuck this place is going to go. Like, they're not going to let it die, not at no. the rate No, because every is. movie is making more money than the last movie. Like, they're making over a billion dollars. Like, they're not going to, like, as long, unless the actors just straight up don't want to do it, then they'll reboot it. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're yeah. in it to win it. We're never going to be faster than this. <gasps> oh, shit. What? That's good. Yeah. We're never going to be faster good. than this. You like that one? We're never going to be more magic than this. We're never going to be softer than this. Because boyfriend material. So to recap, Friday, December 1st, Too Fast, Too Forever. Available to subscribe now, everywhere. Family at cageclub.me. The first of the month, every month, forever. Monday, December 11th. Magic Mike's The Channing Tatum Podcast. Available now to subscribe wherever. Magic Mike's at cageclub.me. Gonna go until we run out of all those movies. That's fine. Three years or so, more. And then we're gonna continue on as you're listening to movies. Thursday, December 21st. Boyfriend Material, The Ryan Gosling Podcast. Available now to subscribe wherever you listen. Boyfriend material at cageclub.me. Starting new, starting with La La Land, working our way old. After about yeah. two and a half years, going to go dormant. It's going to die. Also keep in mind, Zack Attack will not die. If you want to email the Zack Attack mailbag after the Zephy's episode, we'll just read it the next time we do an episode. So after the Zephy's one, we will do it on the Disaster Artist episode. And then after that, we will do it on the Greatest Showman episode. I think the Greatest Showman is going to come out first, though, right? You think? I don't know. I can't figure it out, man. They're going to be, like, side by side. Just really stoked for the Disaster Artist and the Greatest Showman, especially the Disaster Artist. I just, I, I, I hadn't watched The Room. I watched The Room within, like, the past month. I'm totally sold. It's probably, like, one of my greatest... Sh- it, sh- it deserves all the shit film accolades it gets. 
I read The Disaster Artist, the book, and I'm just more stoked than ever that Zeph is going to be in this movie. I'm very, very, very excited. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, keep writing into all four of these mailbags now. I'm going to get them all. Whatever one you write into, we will read on that show. I hope you listen to all of them. If you don't, I understand that's a lot of podcasts to sort of subject yourself to. Yeah. Our goal is to make them fun. I have fun recording all of these. I have fun recording these. I'm excited to see the movie. I mean, even if you don't, if you don't want to watch the movie, don't watch the movie. Just listen to us babble about nonsense. Like, that's it. Yeah, or don't. Or don't listen to us. Or don't listen. That's that's fine by me. I won't be offended. You can not listen and just write us emails about how you're not listening, what you're doing instead. Yeah, just tell me about your life, and we'll talk about what we're doing. And you won't hear about us talking about you, but, like, we're not going to be mean. How do you feel about we only do, like, monthly life updates on Too Fast, Too Forever? Maybe. You like that idea? We could do that. Like, we'll just do, like, checking in with Joey and Joe, but only on Too Fast, Too Forever, because it's going to go on forever. Sure. And the other ones, we'll just start, like, normal and just, like, talk. Sure. Yeah. Cool. I like that idea. Cool. I'm in it to win it. I'm trying I'm trying to, like, stack the cards <laughs> for Too Fast, Too Forever. And so. actually, if you listen to Nerd on Nerd, you knew that Too Fast, Too Forever was already happening, because Liam yes. was talking about him being a stunt driver, we couldn't contain our excitement about how the fact that he also liked... Too fast, fast. forever. So I are to the too fast, uh, the, the Fast and Furious franchise. So I yeah. think Liam will be on an episode in the future. Jack will be on an episode in the future. Matt will bring his cooler to an episode <laughs> in the future. He is already he's already excited for it, even though it's like you know a year before uh, we'll let him on. Um, but yeah, yep. he's excited too. So I'm super excited. So any other last thoughts about Zeph or any of the new podcasts before we wrap up? No, I hope everybody's as excited as I am. I'm stoked. I hope this is going to play out well. Cool. Like, I hope it works. Well, for all things Zach Attack, including voting on the Zephies, which you have one week left to do, you have until October 22nd, around midnight Eastern time. Cageclub.me backslash Zephies. Cageclub.me backslash Zephies. Uh, you can go to, you can find everything Zach Attack at cageclub.me. If you want to, if you want to make sure, if you want to make the educated choice, all of our episodes are available at cageclub.me, everywhere you find podcasts. You can go listen to them and be like, what was the paperboy about again? Oh, right. Oh, he referenced the paperboy in the Vogue interview. You remember that? He was talking about tackling Macy yeah. Gray. I was like, oh, paperboy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Because I'm sure most people watching that Vogue interview have never seen the paperboy, but, but I was like, have. I get it we have. Yes. So, cageclub.me slash zephies, cageclub.me for everything else, facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on Twitter, all things Zack Attack, all things Boyfriend Material, all things Magic Mics, all things Too Fast, Too Forever. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And we'll see you next time on Zack Attack. Zack Attack.